Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Future Hall of Famer himself, Julio Jones, somebody who can, even at his age of 45, I'm kidding, I believe he's 34, who can catch a screen pass and can pick up a first down is now the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver three. Ignore the reports that he was signed to the practice squad, blah, blah, blah. He's wide receiver three. Don't care what his age is. Great signing considering all circumstances. Uh, Look. That's what you came here for, the Julio Jones Breakdown Podcast, the Jets game. We're flushing that one down the toilet. No, we're not. We're going to talk about that, too. We're going to talk about that as much <laughs> as we don't as much as we don't uh, want to. But the Eagles, like you said, did add a new receiver. It wasn't a name that a lot of us were thinking about. I was, I, I've been hammering the table for Jarvis Landry. There's some other names out there I thought they could yeah, have potentially got. Yeah, that ship has officially we're taking sailed. Julio Thank Jones God. over Jarvis, man. This is where we're I at. Am. That's fine. That's fine. We'll talk about it in a second. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by thelibertyline.com. I am your host, as always, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly Pod. Do the same for the voice you just heard, Stephen Conrad Jr. Here to talk about the game. I had to watch the Jets game uh, a little later uh, the next day, or rather on Monday. I watched it because, uh, like I mentioned last week, I was away in Massachusetts for the weekend uh, for for a wedding. I got back Monday. Obviously, I mean, I kept up with the game. I saw how horrendous <laughs> it was. I, I wasn't able to watch it in its entirety until Monday, so I was uh, had to watch it, catch up, get my thoughts and notes and all that stuff uh, together. So apologies for getting this out a bit later than anticipated. But we are here, and thankfully we did wait a little bit because now we can talk about the new toy for the Eagles offense, of all the holes we have on this team, Steven, all the all the moves that we were speculating to make. And another receiver wasn't wasn't really a, something that was circled, but they do have a new one now in 12-year veteran, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, All-2010s Hall of Famer, and future, in general, Hall of Famer, like you mentioned, Julio Jones, signed to the practice squad, expected to be elevated relatively quickly, now reunited with former teammates A.J. Brown, who he played with in Tennessee, and he also played with Alameda Zacchaeus during their brief time together in Atlanta. So, Stephen, I, I saw you guys, uh, you and your brothers and all that, uh, reacting pretty <laughs> pretty mightily to, to this news. Now, it's Julio's obviously on the tail end of his career, but he's still Julio Jones. He's still a fan favorite of, of, of a lot of people, and maybe he can come in here and do some things for this offense and if nothing else, provide another set of reliable hands for Jalen Hurts, who is still trying to find his way in 2023. So just general ideas, general thoughts. Where do you think Julio Jones could kind of help the Eagles as far as the Super Bowl push is concerned this season? Well, first of all, I mean, obviously the resume is the resume, but like he's also a locker room guy, like a tremendous locker room guy. He's mm-hmm. a dog. You can add him to the list of dogs on this team. And I don't mean Georgia Bulldogs, actually. He's an Alabama player. You know, Alabama. it looks like. 
the offense, Alabama <laughs> players, defense, Georgia players. Love it. Love it. No matter what the age, we will find you and we will add you to this team. <laughs> I, I just like without even going into highlighting why the highlighting the reasons why this is a good move. I'm not saying like, you know, this puts us back into the Super Bowl conversation because it was never going to be that. Get, you we know, never improving. left. We never left the Super Bowl conversation. Yeah. No? Yeah. Like, well, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe <laughs> when do we leave back, it? Maybe, maybe, maybe back into the favorites or whatever the hell you want to say. But like, come on, man. Wide receiver three on this Eagles team was never going to be like, it's never been like a, uh, a crucial part of the team. It's always kind of been, I don't even want to say a weakness because Quez the one year was really productive. Um, Look, it's another guy though that you feel confident in and we don't know you know, what's going to happen come Sunday, but Devontae Smith was on the injury report this week. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying he's going to miss the game. I'm not saying any of that stuff, but, uh, you know, God forbid one of those top two guys were to miss any action. Like, you don't feel great. Well, Quez isn't even, I don't know where the hell he is. He's hurt mentally and physically. Uh, Probably something I shouldn't joke about. He's on IR. <laughs> I mean, I do like Zacchaeus. Um, not really sure what's going on there, but again, it's Julio Jones. We don't. We're not going to target him five plus times a game. He had fifty three targets last year, right? And he didn't drop a single ball. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know how the Eagles are going to use him. He's primarily an outside guy, but I think, like, again, this is one of those things. Like, you can't always just look at the player and think, how is this player going to like? statistically impact the team. I think if he's out there with those first two receivers and not whatever formation the Eagles are running, whatever lineup they have out there, you can move guys around. And honestly, something that I've been looking into, because somebody needs the damn ball in this offense, even though he dropped two balls on Sunday. Let's get that figured out. Devontae Smith, you can move him in the slot. Because so I think that's something they should those do. Drops, man. It was so, so wild to see him drop those balls. The one over the middle, on what was it, first and 15, that definitely would have probably gone for 30 yards, and he jumped for it. You don't see Smitty do 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 that too often. Some of these players are in their own heads right now, and they have some things uh, uh, to figure out. Uh, to, your, to your point, you mentioned Julio Jones primarily on the outside. He did play 26.9% of his snaps in the slot last season. That's the third highest mark of his career, so you can definitely step into the slot uh, yeah. if he wants to. You and, know, man... I don't know. I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't know about you, but like, you know, when we have these conversations, I get a little irritated when people are like, oh, oh the so-and-so only played certain amount of snaps in the snot in the slot. This to me sounds a lot, a lot like Justin Jefferson coming out of college. Oh, and I God. got flamed for it because I commented on his Instagram live when he was still an LSU <laughs> wide receiver. And I was he like, roasted you on the live. He yeah, roasted me hilarious. live on air. So it, it go, go, go figure he panned out, by the way. I don't know why I forgot about this, but I, I commented something like, so the streets, I forget what I said. The streets are saying you can't play in the slot. And he, I forget what his response was. I got bitched. Well, the streets um, are saying you can't play outside. That's what it was. Because we um, thought he was strictly a oh, slot receiver. Oh, right, right. Okay, same thing. we needed thing. outside speed at the time. So that's why I was like, I, I, re- I quote tweeted every single year during draft time because I flame myself before other people can get to it when I said, I don't know if Justin Jefferson is the right fit for what the Eagles need right now. Because at the time, they had like Alshon and all these other guys. We needed speed, which is why Rager was the answer. And we had Marcus Goodwin at the production. time. Remember, we had Quez. Production. We had John production. Hightower. But we needed speed for Wentz was, was the thing at the time, which is why we, we drafted production. Rager. 
and Watkins and John Hightower and sign Marcus Goodwin. We have that offensive track stars that never. I don't buy the speed out, thing, and maybe it's because it failed miserably here. Well, the Chiefs, is, the the Chiefs are trying thing. to do it. They have all speed guys, and you see how that's working out for them. So. If you're a good wide receiver, you're a good wide receiver. Like, what, you don't look at A.J. Brown and say, that's a fast guy. I mean, he moves quick. For his Sean, size, did you consider uh, did you consider Deshaun Jackson a WR one during his career? Oh God, here we go. Well, you said a receiver is a receiver, and he was primarily a speed guy. Did you ever view Deshaun as a WR one, a true alpha wide receiver one? Why do you have to use the word alpha? Because that's that's what they are. If, I mean, you, you know, you know, a WR one when you see one. Was he a WR one? His production would say so. Okay, that's all I want to know. That's a good question. I see what you're saying, but fuck the speed thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Julio Jones. I mean, uh, as long as you're not running with like cement blocks on your feet, if you can get open, hey, catch we don't. The we don't know what Julio looks like, man. He hasn't played for six weeks. We all, I mean, we the all, only reason all, we did all. we overinvested into that approach because we had Alshon Jeffrey you can't on be his slower last than Alshon on, yeah, on one toe. Can't be slower. We had the possession of all possession wide receivers on our team, and our tight end Zach Ertz wasn't known for his speed either. Like there wasn't any. Like I get it. It is what it is. I mean, you know what? You know what? Uh, where I think Julio Jones is going to be the biggest help for the Eagles. And I get the culture thing and well, two two reasons. Number one, yeah, I yeah. think no matter no matter what, the defense is going to have to respect Julio Jones because it's yep. fucking Julio Jones. Like you're gonna have to cover him. It's not I mean, like come you can on, be man. If it's third and, and six and he's out there, you're terrified. Yeah, you have to, Jones. You have to like, I don't know about terrified. Saying, oh God, I don't know about terrified, thousand. but you gotta respect oh, him. Oh come on, man. You gotta respect him. You gotta respect you don't him. Think- the other team's you third think, corner. Their third corner, I'd imagine they'd match okay, up third, on him or whoever. Okay. Whoever's uh, going to be matched up on him. Yes, you don't that's think, terrifying. Like, he's yes. got to be nervous. It's Julio Jones. I'm saying, I don't think, about. like, Jair Alexander's scared of the 80-year-old Julio Jones. I don't think that's I don't think that's the case. But, yes, they do. Defenses will have to respect him. They probably will respect him more than they would Quez Watkins, even with the yeah. speed. But, additionally, I think he could provide a big-body target in the red zone as well. And we know it's well documented the red zone struggles of the Eagles to this point. We saw it in the Rams game, even though they won that game. You certainly saw it in the, in the loss to, to the New York Jets. The Eagles are currently ninth in the NFL in red zone scoring attempts. So top 10 in getting to the red zone, which is very good. But then they rank 23rd in red zone touchdowns at just 45%. So they can get there, but they don't know how to punch it in. And with a guy like Jalen Hurts, it's usually automatic, but they get inside the 20 and they don't know what to do from there. That's a testament to Brian Johnson not knowing what's going on. That's a testament to Jalen Hurts making poor decisions, which we'll talk about shortly. That's a testament to other players uh, not executing as well. Jalen Hurts preaches execution and they've done a poor job of it, poor job of it up to this point. Obviously, it doesn't look that way with a 5-1 record, but people that are watching the team know that something doesn't look quite right and they have to figure it out but i'm excited for julio for the name alone i saw the name got excited because he's freaking julio jones and he's 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 he has the career that he does 903 receptions in his career over 13,000 yards 63 touchdowns he's just one of five players in nfl history to have three seasons of 1500 plus yards Receiving. By the way, I don't. I'm not so. sure if you mentioned or not, but I. I mean, I know both AJ and Devontae think. I mean, who doesn't think highly of Julio Jones? But I'm pretty sure, like Devontae, time and time again over his career, has highlighted how much mm-hmm. he loves Julio Jones and looks up to him. So mm-hmm. he studied his tape. He he's made it known known that he's uh, studied his tape. And even AJ Brown. I remember when um when uh, Julio got released from the Titans. AJ Brown made a Twitter post. I think I have it here. He said, uh, "Here it is." He said, "You have taught me a lot." In a short period of time, I'm grateful to be a part of your journey. You're the reason why I started to begin to play this mm. game 
A Hall of Fame receiver is what you are and what I strive to be wow. one day. Uh, a far cry from what he said to Donovan McNabb the other day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That back and forth, man. He's uh, not wrong. Who's he's not, not wrong. wrong? Who's not AJ wrong? AJ Brown's not wrong. Oh, oh I think I'd say McNabb's not wrong. He's definitely wrong. For the damn it's, website, that's dude. What I I, that's what yeah. I said. That's what I said. I was like, damn. So I was like, because McNabb is definitely wrong. When you just talk about, oh, when you cater the offense to Yo, certain not guys. everything that happens has to be about you, five. <laughs> not everything, okay? And not yeah, everything. Your, this, is why, this is why Michael Vick is your favorite quarterback, isn't it? Yes, this is why I, Vick... I hate the dude. I don't like him. I never <laughs> you did. You hate McNabb? You hate him? You yes. hate him? I can yes. never hate him. I can never hate him. Him just, as a person. Oh, my. He's just, he's just, he's just. He's kinda... annoying. He's he's just he's annoying. Yes, he's just annoying. But this is why Michael Vick is your guy. Well, you we kind of grew up in different eras. You grew up during like the Vick 2010s. Not grew and up. Again, but that not was, like, everything when your fandom. he said was entirely wrong. Like he definitely does have a point. It does seem like the problem is you can't. Whatever he doesn't care. I'm just saying personally, you can't go and say like ever since AJ Brown made those comments or had that this quote unquote dispute on the sideline, the Eagles started. Featuring AJ Brown, what fucking offense in the NFL <laughs> doesn't feature their number one wide receiver who had over 1,200 yards last year and is second, second only behind who Tyreek Hill this year in receiving yards? Why wouldn't shade. you feature him? It was the him? shade for me, like towards the To thing. He said, "I go back to before the complaint from AJ Brown. I've seen it before in reference to To. I understand it. I know as a QB, you don't want to be involved in it, saying that Jalen Hurts is just trying to trying to mediate or whatever." This man said play calls are being more catered to try and feature instead of establishing a tempo and spreading the ball around. Mind you, the targets on (laughs) Sunday. Thank you. Devontae Smith led the team in targets on Sunday with 11. DeAndre Swift was second with 10 of them. A.J. Brown had nine. Dallas Goddard had eight. You know the difference between those numbers is A.J. Brown actually caught his targets. Yes. He does the most with the ball. So of course it looks that way. So five, I don't know. He was he was he was kind of bitter during the Wentz tenure. Now, like you would and think he also, would uplift another black quarterback, but he's kind of uh, yeah, kind of just kind of just. Know, I, I know he likes Hurts. I know personally he likes Hurts. Complete opposite, by the way, of um, Randall Cunningham, who texts Jake. I can confirm texts Jalen Hurts after every game. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. They had a nice little uh, photo shoot on the Eagles. Uh, on the Eagles. Jalen Hurts um, always has great photo shoots. So <laughs> okay, you can deal with that. But yes, very excited about Julio. We'll see if they use Wait, him really against quickly, Miami. Bef- Go ahead. Before we, yeah, short week, huh? short turn. Well, yeah, something, whatever. whatever. I don't, even, I don't know if the guy's in game shape. Like, can he run? Can he? They said He's they brought like, him in to run routes, so I guess he can run, but we'll see. I hope so. I'd hope they'd sign a wide receiver that can run routes. But uh, look, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing he said, and I just, I have an issue with it. I'm not saying Devontae Smith can't be, he can be the wide receiver one on any team in the NFL, in this team included, but I'm so sick of this I'm sick of this conversation. McNabb brought up the point that Devontae very early on, quote-unquote, something of, along the lines of proved he can be better than A.J. Brown and be the Eagles' number one wide receiver. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Maybe he, said he can. He said, he said something like that. Yeah, he said wow, something damn. like that. I, I just I, I, I can't do it anymore. I'm so sick of it because it feels like we're always trying to dis, dis, dismiss the other, the other player. It just every both guys should like in an ideal world, a perfect world. At the end of the day, winning is all that matters, right? That's mm-hmm. all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. 
In a perfect world, both guys have 100-plus receiving yards like they did in the Super Bowl. You saw it in the Super Bowl. The biggest game of the year, both guys had 100-plus receiving yards against that Chiefs defense, which, by the way, is carrying that team this year. Just, I, I just, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. J, like, it's not Jalen favoring one guy or the other. Like, Devontae dropped two balls. If he catches those two balls, who fucking knows what happens? There was a few games this year where Devontae had better numbers than A.J. Brown. They both have the same amount of touchdowns, which, by the way, that's my biggest concern with this team right now is the red zone offense, as you highlighted. Uh, you mentioned all the reasons why it's stalling. I, I, I need three-plus passing touchdowns from Jalen this weekend. Just find a way to get it done. Like, there's just no way. <laughs> I'll take three I, you know touchdowns I mean? in general because we didn't even get that against the Jets. I'll take well, three I, touchdowns. I don't. I even just care. don't understand, like, what the thing is. I don't know what who. I'm not going to point the finger at one person. Maybe it is Brian Johnson. I don't know. I'm pointing it at Brian. I'm definitely pointing okay. it at Brian Johnson. That's, okay. that's, that's where a lot of my criticism is going. I, it feels like every time they get in the red zone, this is what happens. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This offensive line is banged up, but they were healthy at times and they were still stalling in the red zone. We always go to some stupid screen pass play, it seems. We're always going screen. We're always going Q a random QB draw. There's always a holding call. Jalen uh, ends up getting sacked or something like that. We get we get behind the sticks, it seems. We get behind for whatever reason. Maybe there's a sack, a penalty, uh, a random screen pa pass that is just poorly executed. Like I'm not sure what the plan is i don't know what the thinking is maybe it's the rpo thing i don't know which by the way the rpo thing is a cop-out it is a cop-out did you see brian johnson's press conference after the game they're like why did jalen throw you know 50 plus passes where it, it was 50 let's just say it was 50 because they were designed a lot 45. of the times he ran it was, it was 50 it, he had to run <laughs> he had to run on some of them it was 50 called passes um it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out every time, and I'm sick of it. This team preaches accountability and all this stuff. And I'm not, like, saying there's an accountability issue, but I'm just, when we're talking about the red zone and the lack of success, I'm just sick of the, the RPO thing being a cop-out. Fuck the RPOs. Get rid of them. When you get in the red zone, I want seven. I want seven. You have, you have three-plus guys on the offense who can beat the guy in front of them. Why can't we just play traditional football? I don't care. Scrap the system. And that, like, just score a touchdown. Like, is it that hard? Why don't we run a slant to A.J. Brown, a slant to Devontae Smith, get him the ball, target him. Dallas Goddard, like, I get all these guys are great in the screen game, great yak ability. We have the guy, we have the, the, the offensive line to do that. You can move the, you can move Kelsey around. You can move Lane. You can move everybody around, really. Swift, by the way, I love, I, this isn't going to be a completely negative podcast. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm losing my patience. I'm letting you vent. Just go, you, you just Swift was, <laughs> has been awesome in the passing game. I love that wrinkle. I love that wrinkle in the passing game. It's awesome that we're getting Swift involved. Another guy, you can line up and beat the guy in front of him. I just, like, do you agree with me? Like, why aren't we just playing simple football? Let Jalen, like, think... get, the, get the ball out quick. Get it out quick. The offensive line is banged up. Lane is pushing to play Sunday. Huge, huge. But you have to account for the fact that he's playing hurt. Get the ball out quick. I right? I think I I think they overthink it when they get in that area. They are, yeah, they and I don't it. care. Like I don't care. It's more the intent for me. Like it, it just feels like you're like punting the drive away when you're throwing these screen passes. Like do you do you do you do you see the same thing I'm seeing? It yeah, seems third, like every third time. and long screens, the third and long draws get on. But my even nerves, on like, like first the, the first two downs when they get in the red zone, it seems like it's the, it'll be like a dumbass screen pass that puts us behind the sticks or there's like holding on it 
Because there's all like screen passes are like probably the most penalized play in the game. They have to be right. And the the RPOs get the only. I, I'm cool with the RPOs. They get annoying when the offensive lineman doesn't know if you've thrown it or passed it yet, and then you have ineligible men downfield because they don't know. <laughs> they don't know that you haven't thrown the ball yet, and they're they're five yards downfield. Well, then the, then there's like the whole. You look at their opponent this weekend, and they're the complete opposite of us. They run motion every single play. They get their guys freed up. It's not like they need freed up anyway, but they're the fastest players in the league. But. Uh, I don't know, just like something. There has to be a change in the red zone. You got to scrap maybe the RPOs. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they got away from a lot from a lot as we transition to the Jets to to the Jets recap now. I feel like that they got rid of a lot of things that worked. Like why are you throwing the ball 45 times and only rushing it 22 times? And not just that, and, doesn't it feel like it's so like That's the other thing. Lane goes out Driscoll got Driscoll, Driscoll got Phil. bitched, bitched First play, throughout. It's an interception, throughout. and I like Driscoll for the most part. Like he's he's a serviceable offensive lineman. He started yeah, a number of Lane games Johnson, for this team, and you can't expect that. And, and you with can't, a, with prep time, he's a he's a good offensive. I'll say he's good. I even say he's good. Uh, he's a good take offensive a lineman. But man, I don't think I, I think this is what this is why Brian Johnson gets a lot of my criticism because I don't as he should. I feel like he didn't help out Driscoll a lot. Like usually no. when you have a plug-and-play offensive lineman in there. You have to help him out with blocking. Yes. And I think Brian Johnson just said, oh, Lane, Lane Johnson's not in there? Well, Oh, and by I'm, the way, it's not just <laughs> oh, well. helping. And, and it's the easy thing to bag on Driscoll like because I got upset that he got beat that easily, but it, it's the easy thing to do. Yeah, you want to help him out, maybe get another tight end, whatever you want to do there to help him out. Uh, Help out your quarterback that you paid all that money and you want to keep healthy and, like, I don't know, like – Jalen Hurts has it's, to Jalen Hurts has to stiff arm people for ten yards just to get oh past. Oh What a like, throw that was! That's one of the best plays of his career, by the way. We'd be talking about that for half the pot if, if they won that game. But that's mm-hmm. just that's just. I, I feel like Brian Johnson didn't do a very good job adjusting once Lane went out. He expected Driscoll to do the same things that Lane does, and he's nobody can do what Lane does. Driscoll can't take Jermaine Johnson on one on one. You got to figure out how to help out your guys there, and even like there's there's the. The, the situation that annoys me is that above all else, the turnovers, everything else that led up to that game, you have three up to this point to the two-minute warning at the end of the game. You only had three turnovers. Most teams in the NFL with three turnovers, let alone four, don't win games. Missed field Eagles, goal. Missed, missed field, field goal. goal. Yeah, what the hell? This game was just... 37-yarder. You got you got Jake missing field goals. You got Smitty dropping uncharacteristic passes. Like this, the, all of this had to happen for the Eagles to lose this game. By How the way. lucky are the Jets, but, uh, dude? It seems like every game that they win, they force. It feels like four turnovers, and yet it's still like a squeak out victory for them. Yeah, they a lot of things had to go wrong for the Eagles. The Eagles were doing their damnest to lose this game, and ah. they pulled it off. And they pulled off the loss. But two minutes to go, three turnovers. You still have and a the chance to win the game. Balled out, man. They did. They did. Third and nine. With two minutes left, right? Third and nine, the Jets have no timeouts. In this, in in my situation, <laughs> if I was if I was the coach, and maybe this is why I'm not the coach, because this is what I would have done. I would have on third and nine, knowing that I'm struggling, knowing that pass protection is struggling and anything could happen, I'm probably running the ball, attempting to get any yards I can. I'm gonna run that clock as low as possible. It's two minutes. You can run you can run that clock down to one. 20 115 depending on when the play ends and then i'm punting the ball and then i'm letting zach wilson drive the length of the field rather than yeah. throw a pick and then you have to and then do all this i know they were only up by two and maybe sirianni was a little nervous about the defense because of what was going on so, uh, so far in the game but i'm taking my chances on running that clock down 
I'll give the ball to Zach Wilson with a minute left, no timeouts. You have to drive 50-some yards back, to get to into field back. goal range, pin him back. You have to drive 50-plus yards to get into field goal range. I would rather lose that way <laughs> than the way that the Eagles elected to on uh, on Sunday with the interception. And, and even then, and that even ball. then. It was a terrible decision. And that was the worst pick. That's the one interception well, in that, that game. I will give I him credit for it. Yes, yes, same. That was the only interception. That Wait a second. They turned it over. They turned it over four wait, times. Wait, the wait, swift wait, fumble in the three picks. Do you count a, a missed field goal? Like, that's turnover on downs. That's turnover so on five, downs. That doesn't five. go in the stats as a turnover, though. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but that's them giving the ball to the other team with no points. Yes, that's that that, that happens, too. Even didn't didn't the first drive uh, result in a turnover on downs? That first that first really long drive against the Jets, and I think they stalled on fourth down. And they turned uh, it, they, they ate up like 10 minutes of clock. Was that the one when Jalen, like, fumbled it into the end zone? It's, Oh or no! Because they ruled that they ruled that a touchdown. There was one long, like ten minute drive they didn't score on and gave the ball back. So it was, it was what it was. But even after all that, <sighs> even after that ugly ass interception, the the defense does their job and lets Brees Hall score. Sirianni can sit here and say maybe we did, maybe we did it, but you can tell by watching the play that that was the play and let them score well, the so right we can decision. get the ball. Back. That was the right exactly. decision. I'm not mad at it. And even and it's not like the Jets had a choice anyway because you're inside the ten, right? It's not like you could slide down at the one and get a new You wanted set of to downs. give your your offense the chance to win the game. You didn't want yeah. those dorks to run the clock out and just kick up. That would have been a terrible way to lose. And they, I don't even know if they if they could because the Eagles had timeouts and they uh. It would have been they, close. It would have been close, but they let they they let them go in untouched. Okay, and you still even after that, you have a chance to win the game with your franchise quarterback in tow. And what do you do? You go four and out. What Eagles offense goes four and out in a critical situation? This is prime Hurts, Sirianni, clutch moment. This is going to be another ugly win similar to the Colts game last year. That's all I was thinking about. It's ugly, but they're going to find a way to win And it. I can't believe he threw Not that one ball, first down. period. And then, and then on know, fourth down where it's, it's – it's, what is it, fourth and 10, fourth and 15? That looked like fourth a and back, eight. Like, honestly, dude, that play – just everything about that play, man. I don't know about you. Everything about that fourth down play to me looked like Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. It was, four, it, was, like, it, was, it, was, it was fourth – I don't know why you're saying that. It was fourth and eight. What do you mean why? He stared you, down the court, double coverage, and just threw it? Like, what are you doing? It's and why are we the, calling that? Regardless, regardless of, of, of that, it's fourth and eight, and you're throwing the ball – 60 yards downfield you you only oh, have to get the, eight oh, yards my bad the four right oh you're I'm talking about, about okay yeah, talk, okay I'm talking I, about, I was thinking what player are you talking yeah. about <laughs> i was thinking i don't know what, where am i i was thinking about the drive before that yeah what on earth you know what that reminded me of that fourth down that right reminded me of the carson once era Didn't, wait so you're talking wait 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 you were talking about the interception yeah i was thinking about yeah, that that was still. a bad that was a, that was a bad throw i off. agree with you yeah that was a bad decision bad read bad all the way around by Jalen. i'll give him credit for that one very bad interception. I'm not giving him yeah, credit. Yeah, but no, that fourth down I'm, play felt like the Carson Wentz. E- like, how many times? You know what I'm talking about. It seemed like it would be like a fourth and eight. Just bombs it and hope something happens. And he's just bombing. It's like, what the hell are we I doing? I still don't understand. Of all the things you could have called in that situation, you could of all the things you could have called, and we're, we're throwing the ball 60 yards downfield to like a double, triple cover Devontae Smith. That, was, that ball was almost picked off, too. This was oh, just boy. not what we're used to seeing from the Eagles to not you know even get what? one first down on that drive was so very, very demoralizing and it makes you wonder what's going on. And I know it's one game and we don't want to act doom and gloom and the sky swelling, but man, you got the Dolphins coming up and you got the gauntlet coming up and you would have liked to beat the Jets and give yourself another win under this belt before you go ahead and take on the fastest team in the league. But this mm. is this is a this is this is a sour one. A lot of questions I have for for Brian. Not Johnson. for the positives. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I would argue I'd never like to lose, but perhaps the team needed to lose a game. I've heard that. I've heard that a few times this week. You think and again, I don't want to hear like, oh, these are professionals. It's the Eagles locker room, blah, blah, blah. And Maybe let us they mind needed you, to lose let us, a game. Let us, let us mind you, there was no Jalen Carter in this game, no Darius Slay in this game. Reed Blankenship got knocked uh, out of this game. I don't game. even want to do it. I don't Bradley even want to do that. Bradley Roby got knocked out of this game. I don't uh, want to do that. I'm yeah, not. So. I'm not making. I'm not doing that. I'm not just saying. I'm just. Game. I'm just saying. I know. Obviously, the Jets were without Sauce and DJ. Now, I will well. say, I did get into and an their argument top with somebody offensive. earlier this week, and obviously, we knew the players the Jets were going to be missing heading into this game. But would you agree? There's definitely a difference from knowing who's inactive yeah. ahead of game day yeah. versus a player like a key key player, by the way, yeah, Lane Johnson. Yeah. Well, getting this, hurt this is what live. we've been telling Niners fans all, all ever since the championship game. Like, oh, we played without our quarterback. I'm like, he walked in healthy. I don't know what to yeah, tell like, you. You, <laughs> he had, you had all year to prepare for that. Get the hell out of here with that. We, the Eagles. I don't have it on me. I wish I did. All time record with and without Lane Johnson is is absurd. So 13, it's not a surprise. Thirteen and twenty three. The Eagles yeah, are thirteen so and twenty three with with without Lane, which is not a surprise. You know when he goes down, you know scary, things don't look the same. Scary, times. scary, scary. scary times. Against an underrated Jets defense, even without those guys, I mean you just, just got to tip your cap to them. They've beaten some elite teams in this league. And I liked it. I'm not Chiefs. against the Eagles, obviously, but I was like pulling for the Jets, like because I, I feel bad that A. Rob went down, and now they're kind of just trying to keep the wagon moving. And I oh, like Zach moving. Wilson for the most part. Now it's now it's moving, moving. It's moving. And I, and I like Zach Wilson. Like, I feel like the kid gets scrutinized a lot, and I like to see him be successful. So I'm pulling for the kid. Um, just not, you know. I'm not against, pulling for him. He's a dork, total loser. <laughs> He's uh, a dork. <laughs> did you? I, I know you probably watched the re, you watched the replay of the game. Yeah, of he course. ran. He he comes running out of the tunnel. Shout out to everybody who saw it, who tunes into the game earlier than like instead of just like turning the game on during kickoff. I'm I got that shit up. I got it. I got that shit up hours ahead of time. I got the pregame coverage on. I'm amped and I'm working eleven hours on Sundays, but. <laughs> He comes running out, total dork, biggest smile on his face. He just looks like a loser. Aaron Rodgers can't come back soon enough. I, I can't do the Zach Wilson thing, man. I, I mean, hey, look, it's because I get of Zach been... Wilson, the QBs aren't even getting like scouted properly anymore because he fooled everybody yeah. with that BYU pro day, and now everybody's just He's like, "Well, got so much talent though, it's it's not." Well, we're not we're not gonna be fooled by this again because Zach Wilson, like, he set the precedent for like, oh, we can't believe pro days anymore because of he fooled us with that one throw <laughs> that one time, which is why. But I like I, I like Robert Sala. Speaking speaking of Salah, uh, I don't know if you if you remember. We were talking about this a little bit earlier when it was like it was like I was fourth and whatever it was. I forget what it was, and I think they were on like the 38, 39 yard line, and they could have gone for a fifty seven yard field goal. And like the play clock is running down, and Salah is like looking at Greg Zerline. Zerline's probably 10, 15 yards away. Like he's way down the sideline, and there's Salah's like looking at him, like just like eyes are just he's just like staring a hole into him, and Zerline's looking at him like, what do you want me to do? And Salah's giving him like the thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, are you good? No, yes, no. And Zerline's like, uh, I don't know. You tell me. And then, like, oh, mind you, while all this is happening, the play clock is just dwindling down. 
And then apparently Salah at some point makes a decision like, all right, we're just going to punt it. He takes the delay of game and then they just punt the ball. But I'm looking at, I'm watching this happen and I'm like, Salah, what the, what in the hell? <laughs> Are we having a telepathic conversation with Greg Zerline who doesn't even know? Like he was running off and on the field, like so, so disjointed. And we lost to that damn team. We lost some type of way. He's a oh, defensive man. coach, man. Like, it, yeah, like he has the- no feel for offense or anything. So it's not a surprise that little interaction happened. You know what I mean? Like he looks like he looks it's so helpless. Because Zerline that- was looking at him like, "You, what do you want me to do? You're the coach. You tell me." Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Was, it was wild. Oh my god. Do you want to have a conversation about about? We already kind of have one, but Jalen Hurts seven interceptions through six weeks. Again, some of them aren't <sighs> his fault. Only had six interceptions last year. Better you got to make better decisions at some point. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna drag hurts because obviously no the conversation it. can happen now. It but, needs cleaned up. Like it's one, unacceptable. One of the, one of the, all uh, of them are his one of the interceptions. Fault. He got a hit on the one. The other one was yeah. like was batted. Uh, so you know not his fault. The last one was an awful read. God awful read. And you gotta and you can argue the one against the Rams maybe shouldn't have been thrown, but it was a very good uh, play by the defensive back. Um, where are we at with Jalen? Six six games through following his MVP. Uh, performance last year where where are we at with Jalen so far well it's funny you say that actually uh, I believe I saw I want to say ESPN or something he's fourth or fifth in MVP odds for what it's worth still yeah, so. of course I mean who's Man. there's no like there's no like clear-cut leader like Tua I guess is the is the leader like, yeah yeah he's the only one he's the favorite other than that who else is even playing that 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 and this is another reason why I don't feel like completely like like apocalyptic down poor right now is because like yeah. josh allen di- didn't play great against the jets he only had 236 yards he had three interceptions patrick mahomes mm. against the jets only 203 yards he had two picks arguably had three but you can make that argument mm. you know whatever yeah. and then jalen hurts just had three so the jets are a tough go the jets are i know no sauce no dj reed but the jets they 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 get on your nerves and they know how to create turnovers and they are the ones that are making the Jets roll right now. So I'm not like gonna gonna scream like, oh my God, the the Eagles are cooked right now, um, because the Jets are a tough defense, and we'll 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 take that away from it. But um, I like to see Jalen clean some things up. We've been saying it all year. He looks unsettled, and we thought that the Rams game is finally like turn turning the corner. Like, all right, they're figuring things out. AJ Brown four straight games with 125 plus yards. The first Eagle to do that so that's good he is only one game shy of tying calvin johnson's record megatron i think that's a name everybody knows <laughs> so that's great company you can't can't we can we can pull some silver linings out of this aj is, is is still looking good and they'll pull it all together but brian johnson man you gotta, you gotta figure some things out man if if if, if, jack, if jack driscoll has to go this week against miami my god put another blocker over there scheme things up get some running back help I don't know, but you cannot put him on an island. You cannot leave him by himself. You literally left him there, and he was like, no, Lane, don't matter. We're going to do the same thing. And Jalen got cracked every other play, and it was not it was not, it was was not, not good for the Philadelphia offense. But, yeah, I would like to see Jalen Hurts clean a few things up moving forward. Yeah, yeah, get back to playing. And that's the thing. It's not like Jalen's ever really been a turnover-prone player. He's always been very efficient with the ball, so that's why these question marks have come up. That's why it's kind so, of appalling. Like, if anything, again, Jalen Hurts A lot of unlucky football. stuff that's been happening this year, but at the same time, it's like, 
you know, just got to be extra mindful now just because, like, the way things have panned out. Unfortunately, we don't have the same injury luck as we did last season. It just truly feels like they're overthinking things. Like, Smitty just never, ever drops those kind of balls. Like, you got to be in your own head to be dropping balls like that. Like, everything is just... But again, you know what? Maybe this game was a necessary thing because, like, all kind of all year we've been asking these questions, like, all these questions, the turnovers, the lack of focus, uh, right? Six weeks is enough time to figure it out, though. Six weeks, you're like, all right, we'd like to... And I, like I said, I thought the Rams was a good indication. Like, all right, they're, they're... figuring it out and then this happens to the jets but it's a, you know this is the definition of a trap game i predicted before the season started yeah. that the eagles uh their first loss would be miami and it came one week it came one week um earlier so it is uh what that's it how is the there. nfl is though man you end up losing any given sunday that's you that's your favorite you thing any given sunday you know? it is what it is but the jets been giving people hard time so we'll see how the eagles recover from this the you know, first injury our first loss last year was against the commanders it took a yeah, that's divisional game of us that's divisional them. I just I, I gotta Whatever, ask you this man. actually while we're doing this while we're doing this I get I've, I get a lot of arguments I guess I guess some pushback from 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 a lot of fans like about like divisional games Do you believe that divisional games are like tougher Some people say no that's a cop out It's the same as any other matchup I truly believe yeah, divisional games are, are tougher. tougher. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's not just a myth. That's a thing. How are they not tougher? Right. That's what I thought. This is the team that knows that, you the most. If it's, Come on. Yeah. You, exactly. Exactly. You play them twice a year. And even if it's the one seed in that division versus the bottom team, it's still going to be a little bit tougher. Like, what That's What right. are we talking That's about? That's what I thought. The Eagles released their first injury report of the week ahead of their Week 7 matchup against the Miami Dolphins. We have Reed Blankenship with his ribs still didn't practice. Today was a walkthrough, by the way, so this is an estimation. If they did practice, these would be the statuses. Reed Blankenship out. Lane Johnson did not practice with an ankle injury, but a little birdie told me that he's going to play. So it is what mm. it is. We know Lane, if he's playing through torn muscles through the postseason, <laughs> he's going to find a way to play through this. So I wouldn't worry about that. Bradley Roby, shoulder injury, who played phenomenally against the Rams. He had to come out of that game against the Jets. He did not practice with a shoulder injury. And Devontae Smith is a non-participant as well with a hamstring mm. injury. He's been banged up for a few weeks now. Wouldn't it be something if we thought that Julio Jones was signed for Quez Watkins? No, nah, no. Nah. Mm. He's signed because Devontae's hurt. He's WR2. You thought we brought him in here to be WR4? Um, yeah, so that is something also to keep an eye on. Sidney Brown uh, returned as a full participant, so he looks like he is a go against Miami. The Eagles surely need him. They need all the secondary help they can get. Eli Ricks did not participate. He left the game with a knee injury as well. Marlon Tui Pelotu, triceps injury. He was a full participant. I'm sorry, Eli Ricks was a full participant. I'm sorry, he practiced. Uh, Darius Slay returned in limited fashion, uh, so he's going to try and make his way back. Milton Williams was also limited with the ankle injury. Dallas Goddard was limited with a groin injury, and Jalen Carter was limited with the ankle as well. A lot of names on that list. A little early in the season to be having nine, ten names on the injury report. Uh, but we'll see how all these guys look as the days go on. Steven, real quick, I wanted to ask you before we get off of this. Julio Jones spoke to the media today for the first time as an Eagle, his first official day as an Eagle. Uh, they asked him what he had left in the tank. Are you okay with a limited role in this offense? Are you content with kind of just coasting towards a ring were some of the things reporters asked him. Julio did not like those questions, and he said, oh, I'm here to dominate. Don't get it twisted. I'm here to dominate. I can still play. If you think that I am here and I'm just going to ride on the coattails. If you think I'm going to pull a LaShawn McCoy with the Chiefs and the Bucks and just get a ring while I'm inactive, no, nah, no. Nah. You know what we going to do? We still going to play. What was McCoy's choice that he was... He yeah, I know. He's, he's just who I always think about. Because every, every time he's on the FS1 show and they put like his name plaque up there and he's like two-time Super Bowl champion, I'm like, well, <laughs> well, I love well, it. Well, well, this is what it is. But keep in mind, 
Julio Jones has missed 29 of his last 50 games over the last few years. So injuries do creep up on. So it was a fair question. I thought to say, hey, man, how much you got left in the tank? And he said, oh, you just watch me. You just watch me. I still got something. What do you make of those answers? He's here to dominate. He don't care about AJ. He don't care about Smitty. I'm just kidding. He said, he said, we have great playmakers. I'll do what I need to do. But he wants to dominate. What do you make of that? I just don't get why that's asked every time a former great player. Because he's 34-year-old receiver. You got to ask who hasn't played all. He didn't play a ton with the Bucs. Yeah, he didn't play a ton with the Titans. To phrase it. Like, the, like to coast. Like How he, much do you he, have? He's they earned, didn't, they he's, didn't say that verbatim. I, I paraphrase that. They didn't literally ask him, like, hey, do you are you coasting to a ring? Obviously not. That's just the... That's the uh, that's the uh, that was the what they inferred. That's what they. He's earned towards. the right at this point in his career, you know. I mean, right, to right. Pl- play on a good team, and, and again, yeah. Let it like, be known, he deserved that ring in 2016. Like he flat out deserved that ring in 2016. So I don't. I, I, hey, if you want to solidify your Hall of Fame legacy by getting a ring, I'm all for it. I'm yeah, I mean, you it. see all these great players in their prime trying to like, you know drive their way to either get traded or sign in free agency with a good team. Like he finally. You know, he's on a team that has a chance to win. Yep, yep. He's only played in 29 of 50 possible games over the last three years. So we will see what he has left. I mean, what'd you make of the word dominate? I know you like when people talk like that. So I know you were like, hell yeah, Julio. That's awesome. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Oh, man, that is is great. Excited to see. Well, Julio Jones, he was wearing number 80, by the way. A Mm. lot of memes going around with the uh, Jerry Rice 80 jersey and the Seahawks. We're getting some Shaq Boston memes. We're getting some uh, Michael Jordan wizard memes. Jordan was all right with the wizards, though. I'll take that. I'll take that. It is what it is. But very excited to see how he uh, shakes outfits into this offense. I'd be very happy to give him a ring because he definitely did deserve it in 2016. They also did ask him, hey, do you remember uh, dropping that ball in the end zone in the NFC uh, wildcard game? Julio said he uh, doesn't remember anything. <laughs> doesn't remember any of that. So good on you, Julio. The pan- the pandering begins. Take some notes from Bryce Harper and the Phillies, who are up 2-0, by the way, on the uh, on the Diamondbacks. We might be talking about another World Series oh, man. appearance for the Philadelphia Phillies. What a time, man. What, it's like they made it to the postseason. Yeah, it is just, October, you know? It's not You want to talk October. about it? You want, yeah, yeah, Harden. <laughs> Fuck. God, figure it out. Maury. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Philly Pod, brought to you by the Liberty Line. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to rate five stars, leave those reviews. Each and every one does help with the exposure of the show. Appreciate you guys for being patient while I returned from Massachusetts and we come back and get back on here and talk about this crushing loss. But thank God Julio came to brighten this podcast up a little bit. Steven, where can the people find you? What you got cooking up? You wrote a blog regarding uh, McNabb and all that fun stuff. Where can the people find you at? As always, I go by the name Stephen Conrad Jr. on all socials, which is my real name. (laughs) Oh, great. It's not a fake name? Do people accuse you of having a fake name? Well, it's kind of like, you know, PlayStation. You have your username. Oh, yeah. You can, like, request people to reveal your real name, which I've had to uh, monitor a little bit because I've been talking (laughs) a lot of shit on the uh, online services lately, and I can't have, you know... My job gave me a little warning because um, I think some 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 like Ed Werder, I think on ESPN was like, hey, Bryce Harper, can we stop with the cutthroat celebrations like it's not a good look? And I and I replied, nobody cares, bitch. And I, my job was like, yeah, we uh, not saying oh. you can't. I'm not telling you what to tweet or not, but uh, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not the best look. I was like, all right. Yeah, I know all about that now. <laughs> Working in social media can be tough, guys. Believe it or not, it's not as. Simple as you think it is. Yeah, not at all. All right, guys. Maybe we'll be back. Uh, maybe do something today, tomorrow to talk about the uh, Dolphins a little bit. I'm, t- I'm, I'm terrified to be honest. Because <laughs> thank God, A Chain. I mean, not we don't prey on injuries, but if A Chain was here, oh my God, it'd be over. But you got Mostert, 
Jeff Wilson's coming off IR. Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, all them boys. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. We'll see. Gotta win that coin like. toss, and for once, don't defer. I think you need to no, start you the win game it, you off gotta with take the ball, it and you gotta hold the ball for all sixty minutes. That's how you can win that this game. This is a DeAndre <laughs> Swift twenty plus carries. Jalen Hurts running please, the ball. God, please God, I do not want to see forty five pass attempts again. My God, a little end around action with AJ Brown. In my opinion, we gotta nah, get that going. Those, <laughs> they're going to Julio. Nah, those players are going to Julio. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting that AJ. We're getting that Alshon bubble screen. Can't wait. Get oh, Jack okay. Stull involved. Use him as a lead fullback blocker, in my opinion. Okay. Well, hopefully he's helping out uh, Jack Driscoll on blocking. Physical I, football. I was... How do you? You're not gonna beat speed with speed. Play yeah, our football. We'll Physical. We'll talk about some free agent targets soon because we got the. Uh, we also got the uh, trade deadline coming up. Maybe we'll get some. Oh, yeah, the defense help. needs some help, Howie. Yeah, we need to figure it out. Jeremy Chin was an option, but now he's missing the next six weeks, so no longer an option there. Simmons on Denver. Denver's a shit show. Maybe they pull him away. Buda Baker just got reactivated yes. off of IR. Yes, just uh, do it. Just Jugger, do it. Pull the trigger. Jugger in the Patriots. Is there their shit show? There's some options out there. We'll write them up. We'll talk about them. We'll see how it goes. We'll catch you guys later on in the week. Appreciate you. As always, peace out from the Philly Pod. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.